You are now tuned into the Boxing Bros. Welcome to the 2021 yearly wrap-up show. And now, without any further ado, I'm Caden, and I'm about to introduce my co-host. Starting off with the man, the myth, Nostradamus, Dollar Bill. Here he is. Introduce yourself. <laughs> What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? You know who this is. It's the one and only. It's the People's Chair, a.k.a. the Commissioner, Trill Dollar Bill. What's going on, everybody? How y'all doing out there? Salute to my brother, Trill. Yeah. And now we're introducing the man who goes by many names. He has many jobs and he has and he wears many hats. But today he's in his supermodel mode. Give it up for Jidris Alba. What's going on, people? What's going on, people? You know what I mean? I got some stuff chefing up in the kitchen for today. Yeah. You know, you're going to be proud of us, man. Thank y'all for sharing y'all Sunday morning with us. It's going to be a great time. All right, and last but certainly not least, Mr. Big Shot, media member, and the most beloved member of the Boxing Bros, because he gets the least amount of hate in the comment sections. Give it up for Ned, the T-B-E. You on mute, here you go, he started off, there you go. Started off, Ned started off doing Ned-like things. What's up, world? Happy New Year. Happy New Year. You know, I thought I was going to leave that type of behavior in the past, but I'm, I apologize. <laughs> I think some things linger longer. Maybe 2023, I'll give, it, I'll give that a go. But Happy New Year, everybody. Glad to see y'all. Glad to see we all made it, man, you know, in these conditions. Yeah, I'm glad. Welcome. Hello, everybody. Hello, my brothers. <laughs> all right. So I'm going to start this off by saying, Rest in peace to Betty White. She had a good run, 99 years, didn't see 2020. She's most uh, famously known for the show Golden Girls. And in this moment, I want to say to my bros, thank you for being my bros. Now, it's time to dive in. Although, uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Very man. true. Very true. <laughs> All right. So. Uh, I mean, I don't know how many people we got in the chat. Typically, we wait. <laughs> Typically, we wait. Um, but I guess we're just going to get the show started unless y'all want to uh, wait a little bit. Uh, right, let's, let's, let's start with this. How many people actually paid to see that uh, Luis Ortiz versus Charles Martin fight? <laughs> I don't see uh, too much action in there. <laughs> My man, uh, stay humble, y'all. Says Sean Porter would be disappointed. All of your suits because they ain't uh, horrendous. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, man, nope, not me. Said <laughs> <laughs> like two people. Uh, Rico said I use the Ortiz money for. <laughs> <laughs> Mm. You got a net answer over here. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, yo, Rachel gave a net answer too. <laughs> you know, you know, we out here, yo. Shout out for the support, man. I, ain't you know? even, I didn't even. I, I, I was watching Cobra Cry season four. <laughs> yo, me too. I watched that one day. You know what I'm saying? You said what? 
I watched it all in one you day. You watched the whole season? Yeah, me and my wife were hooked. Yo, bro, I'm on like episode three. Oh, damn. Nah, we finished it, man. Yo, wow. Man, I feel you. Though. I'm about to finish that tonight. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. All right, so we're going to get it started. I don't know. We I can't even tell how many people or we're waiting for people. Let's get it started. Oh, so, <laughs> the first <laughs> award we're giving out. Drum roll, please. In the 2022 Boxing Bros Award is yeah, that's all. I just realized we didn't. I didn't set that up. My bad. Oh. <laughs> just give me one oh second. My God. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we'll stall him. We're gonna stall. <laughs> all right, uh, <laughs> As you can see, New Year, same bros. <laughs> New Year, same bros. All right. In that case. I got you. I got you. I got you. It's bam. You know what I'm saying? All right. Start over from the beginning. So we can edit this out. The first award being handed out uh, in the 2021 Boxing Bros Awards is Ducker of the Year. And there were so many choices, but one ducker stood out above all of us. And we're going to give you the nominees. The first nominee for ducker of the year is Ryan Garcia, because when it was time for Ryan Garcia to fight, he did something that most baby daddies don't do, and that's pull out. So uh, Ryan Garcia avoided uh, Javier Fortuna, and he... Didn't have a fight, so he's there. We have Howie Mongia because Howie Mongia, although he's undefeated and he had a key victory over Gabe Rosado, he hasn't activated his mandatory shot against Demetrius Andrade. And so that's why we have Howie Mongia on the list. And our final uh, nominee on the list is the entire 168-pound division because they won't fight each other. All right. And so now please tell me who you think deserves the award. Is it Ryan Garcia, Howie Mungia, or the entire 168 pound division? Wait a few. Drum roll. <laughs> I see a lot. I see a lot. Someone said, don't forget Charlo. The winner of Ducker of the Year for 2021. Is Ryan Garcia? Let <laughs> get you a award, Ryan. <laughs> Ryan, come on down. Ryan, Ryan, shout out to Ryan, man. Uh, Ryan has all the the skills and the abilities to be that guy, you know. But uh, he just did the dash. Completely did the dash. He didn't avoid any fight. And forget he avoided fights all around. You know what I'm saying? Trill, what, what did you name him? What did you name him, Trill? He's the ducker of the century. No, man. Uh, Trill, you named him. You named him the undisputed TikTok champion. Yeah, he's the undisputed TikTok champion. That's what Ryan Garcia is. He's the undisputed TikTok champion. But um, yeah, I gotta give Ryan Ducker of the year, man. Because forget taking on the tuna king. He just disappeared. All around.
All right. So, G, what are you? Are you going? Are you going? Uh, topic oh, by topic, G. Oh, oh, oh no, 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 I'm still updating the titles, but you know what I'm saying. Oh, yeah, I'm we could have, we could have held off on that. We could have held off on that. G, oh God, G. Y'all know, y'all know, I had to vote for Ryan because my man been ducking my man Devin for forever. So it is what it is. You know what I mean? This dude, he takes mental health breaks. In his career, too many times for a professional boxer for me. That just tells me he shook to death. So, duck of the year has to go to Ryan Garcia. All right, all right. So, we're going to take a moment to interact with the people. Please, we don't know how many. I can't see how many people are logged in, but please, if you're logged in, tell me where you're logged in from. Let us know. Where you from? Where, who's in the building? Let's see what country. See what's in the comments section. in the comments section. Yeah, yeah. Let's see what's in here. Come on, let us know something. In the comments section. Oh, there's family in the comments section. The Boxing Bros family is in the comments section. I see uh LK, formerly known as LK, now JM in the building. Salute to you, my brother. JM in the building. What's going on, LK, my man? Okay, you got my brother Rico in there. I see you. Uh, we got I Germany in the building, Canada in the building. Mo yeah, yeah, Montreal, Ireland in the building. Alexander in there. <laughs> <laughs> I know. see Selma in the building. Salute to you. We Kate got Lord Lord in the building. Life in the building. Oh, Ben, the fam's here. Rachel's here. That's right. Yeah. Sweden in the building. Salute. You know the homie Rico. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Honorary boxing bro in the building. We got, we got, we got people from our back. I see, we see you, Mattapan. We see you, Jonathan. Oh, we got Mattapan in the building. That's what I'm talking about. Well, that's what I'm talking about. I hold up, hold up, hold up. We got, we got uh London, London that's seeing the building. Shout out to Hitman repping North Carolina, the Carolina building. Okay. Oh, we got the Netherlands in the building. Okay. Netherlands in the building. Yeah, that's I saw this the first in the, time. in the windy city. Yep, I saw Chile. Like that—that's that, the first okay. time I seen them. But shout out to Chile. Shout out to you Santiago, Chile. Yep. My brother Dan, I see you. Dan, you said you was gonna be here. I see you. Salute. Happy you New got, Year. We got, we got England and Niger in the building. You already know. Salute to Niger. Ruben here. That's right. We got my man Chris Boots repping the UK and Jamaica. You got Dallas, Dallas, Texas in the building. I see Salute you, to the homie Wayne Fitness. Much love to you, bro. Wayne, Wayne Fitness, what's going on? Francisco Cruz, what's good, brother? Much love to you. Alexander Sienke, what's good? That's what's up. What part of the states, my brother? Alexander, yeah, Alexander's from the States. Burnley, England in the building. Crazy Candy 100, salute. Pennsylvania, okay. Oh, Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. <laughs> Black and yellow. Right for the Black and yellow. <laughs> you know what it is. 
You got Mexico. I see, I see you, Matt. I want to say salute to Mexico. We got Mexico in the building. Mexico. Scotland. We got Scotland in the building. East Coast, New Brunswick, Canada. We got to go to Canada too, man. Oh, I don't know. We might not make it to Canada. I got to check my uh, rap sheet. <laughs> I'll be I'll be doing my Canada episode from Michigan. <laughs> we'll be like the boxing bros, and we'll have a, a cardboard cutout. Yo, we'll have the trail hologram. <laughs> Hey, uh, who is it? Uh, Cat Locator. We ready for the award show too. We're just experiencing some technical difficulties, and we're working on that right now. That's all. And we just finished. We done. We good, fellas. We good. <laughs> yes. And G introduced the next award. <laughs> <laughs> actually, actually, Trill is about to introduce this one, and it okay. is News Fest of the Year. <laughs> hey. Now how I feel about the snooze fest of the year. Um forget it. But uh snooze <laughs> fest of the year, you know, we have some snooze fest of the year is basically where you know sometimes you know fights are not always entertaining, you know. They may be skillful, but sometimes they're not entertaining, and you can find yourself, you know, you know, snoozing and nodding off, or maybe even changing the channel. But <laughs> the nominees. This year for Snooze Fest of the Year, we have uh, Shakur Stevenson versus whoever. Uh, <laughs> Ortiz versus Robert Guerrero. And then there was Junior Farr versus Joseph Parker. And the award for Snooze Fest of the Year. This is this is a, this was a tough one. Not really. Uh, <laughs> that's one of the easiest awards we agreed on. <laughs> uh, y'all know who it is. Y'all know who we're giving it to. Shout out to the young, talented Sakura Stevenson. You got this, my brother, hands down. Uh, definitely with that fight against uh, Natalia, you definitely put everybody to sleep with that. So you walked away with that victory. I don't know. Jordan Richards talking like Fawn Parker, man, won that. You know? Jordan, nah, Jordan Richard saw it coming. Jordan Richard wrote it like ASAP. Hold on. <laughs> Parker, repeat winner for this. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man, Parker, Parker had a good performance this year, man. Hmm. So right. the next award. Yeah, let's get to the next award. This is me. All right, so. Next award is actually disrespect of the year. So, you know, at times in boxing, man, you know, the the violations keep piling on. Sometimes it has nothing to do with a fight. And you're just like, yo, why they do that, right? Or sometimes it has something to do with the fight. But nonetheless, it's still disrespectful. It's beyond the lines of being gentlemanlike. So our nominees for disrespect of the year. First goes to Bob Arum. Comparing uh, TC's career to uh, his loss, all his uh, financial losses, to a house in Beverly Hills. We got Kenny Porter, who disrespected his son after his loss 
saying that, you know, I knew he was going to lose. He should retire. I had to throw in the towel. And then he didn't just say it once, but twice after the fight. Then we got TC for how he left Bob Arum and top rank. We got Mauricio Suleiman for calling Devin Haney the pride champion, whatever that means. <laughs> and then we got Roly Romero for comparing his rod to uh, Tank's arm. You know what I mean? So now as you can see, <laughs> we have a lot of disrespect this year. So before I even announce the winner, let me see what you all think. So let me just look at the comments real quick. You know, uh, for some reason, I can't even view the comments. Oh, there you go. They said, they said nominate G. Nominate G, yo. Now that I think about it, G should have been a nominee. For you, Prince Sue. Yep. Blessings, man. Blessings. I a lot of, I see, no Dillian White. Nah, nah. Unfortunately, man, Dillian's disrespect didn't reach the pinnacle this year. So, you know, uh, let's see, let's see. Oh, man. We definitely, we definitely played G this year. We definitely played G on the snub nomination. Who thinks G should be nominated for disrespect of the year? Nominations. No in house nominations. You know what I mean? So. <laughs> Yo, Irish boxing bro said G gets made humble of the year hands down. <laughs> All right, man. Y'all keep talking about me and Ukrainian soup. Let's get back to this topic. So, <laughs> and so the winner for the 2021 disrespect of the year goes to our old head, Bob Arrow. Bob, salute to you, man. Keep the disrespect coming. If we you also have to add for Bob when he told Mike Carpenter. Get the F out of here. <laughs> New rules by G. <laughs> oh, it, was, it was a unanimous for G. <laughs> real unanimous for you, G. Hey, man. Unfortunately, the rules are the rules. You feel me? So. <laughs> oh, we got Pro Tag in the building. Salute Super Kev. Oh. My G is fighter of the year. <laughs> it is true. You know, you know, I sometimes I spank my son, you know. It whatever, whatever, whatever. Nah, Ned, Ned got too cocky. Ned started eating, eating good. Oh, remember he went to the club the night before? <laughs> oh, remember man. Ned trying to pull out? No, this dude, that is crazy, man. My man celebrating. Popping bottles, family <laughs> talking about. I'm about to murder G. Yo, come through. Here's the link. Yo, this dude that took this like to heart. Yo, y'all missed it. Y'all, we didn't record the pep talk that me and Trill gave Ned before the punch off to make him do it. We were like, you can take G. <laughs> Yo, messed up like yeah, yeah. yeah after the punch, oh, that was like. Sitting in the corner, all depressed. We're like, you good? Like, yeah, I invited my whole family, yo. <laughs> <laughs> my grandparents is watching. Yo, yo we yo, were like, up. <laughs> part three got to happen. We're talking up part three. <laughs> Listen, I ain't even gonna lie. This was something that happened in the gym one day when you know G and, and Ned's ego was was flying off the handles. And it was so funny. We were like, yo, we got to show this to our viewers, right? Like, because they were like, who punches harder? And they were going, uh, uh, 
uh, right? So I was like, all right, cool. Let's do this and show it to the viewers. But when Ned lost the second punch off, he was just sitting down like super depressed. We were like, yo, Ned, what the hell's wrong with you? He was like, my whole family was watching. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. Oh man. Oh man. We gotta I said, dude, it ain't that oh, serious. Man. And I remember he goes, yo, my sister believed in me, yo. <laughs> yo, his sister talked him into it too. Cause he wasn't gonna come. Oh, oh. God Ned, man. What you yo, Francisco, you have been paying attention. I've been I've been they, they've oh, been collecting oh, on the push-ups. Stop it. They've been collecting on uh, the no, no, we did no, not. No. no. Ned's push-ups have been so <laughs> terrible, we refuse to air them until he can do a decent push-up. Sorry, oh, wow. And now you didn't even do 50. The max, you maxed out at 15 fake half push-ups, bro. Stop. Hey, man, yo, take them while you get them, man. Yo, like. <laughs> I, thought, I thought it was installments. I paid in installments. You guys. Installments, bro. You like, you like a horrible Renaissance customer. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <sighs> yo, want to get to the next topic. Let's get it. Let's get into the next right, one. Now you up, man. All right, man. For y'all, we, we already know. Cheetah of the year. Last year, our nominee, it was it went unanimous, unanimously to um our guy, Gerald Big Pharma Miller. But this year, we got our, our nominees are Ivan Red Cash, John Pascal, Gerald Big Pharma Miller. You remember he he, he talked he had he got popped again and he was talking about oh it was the bodega store pills the the Turbo Zane, and um we got our boy Jake Paul up here and Oscar Valdez with the um the the, the slim the skinny tee. You remember that? <laughs> Skinny T. Slim T. The Slim Fit T, yeah. And, you know, usually the person we, we who goes through, they get popped for a bunch of, bunch of, like, it's not just one, 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 two, not three, not four, but many substances were caught in their system. And, hey, we see somewhere our, our, our fans already know who our, our guy is, and Eve. I'm uh, can we, uh, my man Eve? You are you, with that name? You sound like you, you you're Haitian already. So we all we all going down with this one this year. You know, and happy happy Independence Day to my Haitians, yo. John Pascal, you 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 the cheater of the year, man. Normally, um, we selected you as the cheater of the year, and next year maybe somebody else if they get tested. So. <laughs> Haiti got a clean sweep right now yeah. the Boxing Bros Awards yeah. when it comes to the cheetah of the year. Oh, man. We're too far. Oh, this is getting crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm -mm. All right. So next up, let's get to the excuse of the year. Go ahead, Katie. Excuse of the year. This is for the people who made a lot of excuses this year. Now, some may have been legit. Some may have not been legit. But the point is... It came off as excuses. All right, so we're going to start off with Teofimo Lopez as a nominee for excuse of the year. You know what it is. He went into the fight and everything was okay, but after he lost, he blamed the refs. He blamed Eddie Hearn. He blamed Matchroom. He blamed Lou DiBella. He blamed it on a medical condition. He blamed it on so many things that he is now nominee for excuse of the year. Billy Joe Saunders. All the things he said, 
in particular, what he said about Daniel Dubois when he was stopped by Joe Joyce and then for him to sit on the stoop and quit in the corner and then make an excuse after we nominate Billy Joe Saunders for excuse of the year. We also nominate Earl, the true Spence, because he pulled out of the Manny Pacquiao fight a few weeks before they were scheduled to face off, and he said that he had an eye injury. Now, there were some people saying, oh, but the patch is on the wrong eye. But to me, it just looks like, you know, when you take an image and it reverses, unless you have the option on, the merit option, so that it looks the same way as when you take it. For example, right now, I'm looking at myself on the screen, but I am moving my left hand, but it looks like I'm moving my right hand to me because that's what happens normally unless you put on mirror option. Some people feel like he was making an excuse. Well, is he Earl the True Spence or is he Earl the Liar Spence? You be the judge of that. Next, we have Dillian White as nominee for excuse of the year because he pulled out of his fight with Otto Varlin citing injuries, which we all believe he wanted to just uh, make, make sure he was next in line for Tyson Fury. The next on the list for excuse of the year is Tommy Fury because he pulled out of the fight with Jake Paul, but we all believe it was because PEDs possibly, and he just, you know, but hey, it is what it is. And last but certainly not least for excuse of the year, Gerald Big Farmer Miller, who tested positive, for another PED and blamed it on the Bodega Cialis. The Bodega fire. The pick-me-up. He blamed it on the pick-me-up pills from Poppy. So now, the winner of the Boxing Bro Award for Excuse of the Year 2021. Who do you think deserves it? Drum roll. Gerald. Big baby Miller for the penis pill excuse. That was the best excuse of the year, okay? The pick-me-up pills, the turbo zane made him test positive. So the winner is Gerald Big Baby Miller. And definitely, if you haven't seen that segment that we did on Big Former Miller, go check it out. You'll laugh just like we laugh. Dang. Hey, I hear that those those gas station pills are really popular, though. I hear that they I hear that they put in work. That's what I hear. Usually, usually we don't usually we don't um that we say we don't lie on our pee, but he took it a step further and blamed it on his pee. Oh, it's crazy, man! It's crazy. It's crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, man, you crazy, bro! (laughs) I uh, trail you up next, man. Most overrated performance of the year. Most overrated performers of the year, and the nominees are Crawford versus Porter, Stevenson versus Herring, Connor Ben versus Al Jerry, and Tate versus Mario Barrios. And the winner this year, the most overrated performance of the year, once again, goes to Sakura Stevenson versus Jamel Herring. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man, Jamel Heron didn't even look like he tried to win. He didn't even look like he tried to rough him up. He didn't. He just. He just looked like he was resigned to letting Shakur go in there and do whatever he wanted. So whatever he wanted to, he went out. 
I guess we go to the next one, which I don't even know why I gave this to me because you know how I am with names. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm gonna keep it straight up. Listen, if I can't read it, man, just just forgive me. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna start this off. We're gonna talk about robbery of the year, right? So we got two nominees for robbery of the year. First, we got Campbell Hatton versus Attila Kreskrekel. I think that may be Cicerkow. What Caden said, you know what I'm saying? And then the other nominee we got is Miskel Fox versus Mikael Fox. What? Mikael Fox. Mikael Fox versus Gabriel Ma- Mastry, Mastre, Maestre, I believe. Maestre, yeah. Maestre. Ma- God damn, we. Mm. Hey, Maestre, I'm, I'm going with Maestre. All salute to all three boxes that I butchered. You know what I mean? Your names are important. Just pardon me. You know what I'm saying? It's just, just who I am. All right, so let's see if people gonna guess the the correct. So who's robbery of the year? The year, you know. Then Mohattan's victory over. Uh, that over, oh, well, you know, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mikel Fox uh, losing to Gabriel uh, Maestre. Ma- Ma- Est- oh, is it Maestre? Drum roll. I see Hatton. That was called Hatton. Well, <laughs> unfortunately, a lot of, a lot of hey. people saying Hatton. I, I said, hey, that was rough. <laughs> that was a violation. <laughs> Yo, hey Leo, I agree with you, man. And and I, I was rooting heavy for Campbell. Me and the bros was talking about it, man. I was rooting heavy for him, and I was like, ooh. <laughs> Christmas. Ooh, Merry Christmas. It's Merry uh Christmas. Fox versus my Maestre. My, my I believe I'm saying Maestre. Maestre. Please forgive me, people. But yeah, exactly. So Fox versus Maestre was robbery of the year. Yeah, I think well, for us, what we what ended up swinging it for us was um, the guy who hadn't got the victory over had 24 L's. And we felt like it was bad that they did him dirty like that in the first place because it was like that was a major victory for him. But what happened with Mikel Fox was like a shot at a title. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it was because of corruption due to racism <laughs> and then exposed the WBA. So we felt like that was a systemic robbery. Uh, so we felt like, uh, you know, the Fox situation kind of etched out the Hatton situation. But the Hatton situation was was pretty bad. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so, Ned, man, you up next, man, with the flop of the year. All right, flop of the year, man. This award is dedicated to fights that didn't make the numbers, that didn't live up to ex- expectation. In this fight, we only have one nomination for this category right here. And this fight undersold because there was a last minute, um, uh, last minute switch switch out because of unconvenient circumstances. So I want I want our fans to guess who what fight what fight flopped this year. And let's see, let's see who you guys got. Ooh, right, oh, right, oh, right on the nose, <laughs> dang man! You got, you got, you got our list, man. Come on, Irish boxing bros, you, you make it too easy. But yeah, the flop, flop of the year was Tate versus Isaac Cruz. Their their pay per view 
didn't even make over um a hundred pay per view buys. They didn't make a hundred hundred k pay per view buys, and due to Roley um getting pulled out of the fight, and guess people wasn't feeling it this year. But yeah, now this how you know it flopped because Leonard Ellaby is on Twitter declaring war on everybody. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> that happens. You know the numbers ain't looking too good, man. So mm-hmm. definitely that's has to be flop of the year. Yeah. So hold on. Now we got back to you, Kaden. Man, yeah. oh, well, hold on. That's it. What do you? What do you? I was gonna, I was gonna tell you uh entrance of the uh entrance walk of the year for you. That's what I was saying. I was saying, yeah, I was ready. Oh, okay. I thought he was gonna say something about the. No, I was saying I'm ready. I'm ready. Let's go. All right. The next award we're handing out is entrance walk of the year. This is for the entrance walk when you saw it, you was like, okay, that's fire. That's Fuego. You're like, yo, this dude is coming to handle some business. That's what we're talking about. The nominees for Entrance Walk of the Year for 2021 are Terrence Bud Crawford. When he came out to I'm Bad versus Sean Porter, that was some OG stuff. If you, I don't know if you know, but that song from LL back in the day, I'm Bad, that's when you hear that, you feel like, ah, yeah. Hey, Trill, I know you rapped the whole song. We got a war show to do. All right, so get covered away, get carried away with LL. Hey, that song make you feel like like you all that. You already know. That's like a shot of Henny. All right. So for uh entrance of the year, Terrence Bud Crawford is a nominee. Also Deontay the Bronze Bomber Wilder for his interest to the trilogy with um, Tyson Fury. There was so much made about uh, what he was going to wear, his suit, whatever. He came out looking like he was ready to fight. He came. He still stuck with wearing his mask. And, you know, what was most impressive about his entrance was there was no delay. He got straight to the ring for people to say that he was, you know, Nah, Wilder looked like he was ready for business. And so yeah, Wilder, not to mention, he came with Loaded Lux, and they had that song to this day. You know what I mean? So <laughs> <laughs> that was and, – and Loaded Lux didn't sound like uh, Homeboy. Like the sound you know what I mean? Yeah, he, he sounded sound like, like he showed up to sound Conway check. Conway the Machine, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, Conway the Machine. All right, Interest Walk of the Year nominee. <clears throat> also, Canelo Alvarez. But – we feel like there were two times that he showed up and his interests were crazy. Uh, one when Maybe he came out with Jay Balvin, the other when he came out with the Mexican legend rock star. So we have yeah. Canelo Alvarez on there. We have Teron Woodley for Entrance of the Year nominee for when he came out in the rematch with Jake Paul and he had Joyner Lucas and Joyner Lucas straight killed it. Teron Woodley looked like he was going to do work walking into the ring. But the way he walked out of the ring is a different story. And I don't see his name on the list, but I know we agreed he was a nominee, so I'm going to throw him in there. Anthony Joshua is a nominee for Entrance of the Year. The way he walked into the ring against Alexander Usyk in their fight was amazing, particularly when he got to um, the second half half when he got to the platform where all the pyrotechnics came and they had all the fireworks. It really looked like Apollo Creed going in there against Ivan Drago. But, of course, he didn't win. And so you get docked for that. 
So the winner for entrance of the year, Lovejoy didn't get uh, nominated for this. Uh, the winner for entrance of the year, who do you think it is? Drum roll. The winner is Saul Canelo Alvarez for entrance of the year for his walk-in with J Balvin and the walk-in with the Mexican legend. I will say this, though. We didn't do this. We should have costume of the year. You know what I'm saying? Because George Joyce was wild with that that swollen uh <laughs> and and uh you know big uh big baby pimping, you know, with the, the pimp giddy up. I thought that was fire. So, you know, definitely next year we're gonna actually have to include that costume of the year, you know. Yo, salute to uh HLD. He said Apollo Creed didn't win either. You're right. They put so much effort into their entrances that they forgot that they had to fight. <laughs> oh, man, y'all are horrible, man. All right, so Trill, you up, man. We're doing uh, Prospect of the Year. Prospect of the Year. Yeah, I love this. I love this. I love seeing the uh, up-and-coming guys get some love. And there's a lot of um, up-and-coming prospects this year. And the nominees for Prospect of the Year are Gerald, Big Baby Pimpin', Anderson, <laughs> Montana Love, Zenda Zayas, and then you have uh, Nico. Uh-oh, uh-oh. The, the grand Go to Ali Walsh. Sons, baby. Then you got Brandon Lee, and then you got the Savage, Raymond Ford. So this is this right here is a little special, right? Because me and the bros, we, 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 had, we got deadlocked. We became deadlocked in picking who would be the prospect of the year. And we said that we was going to throw it to our community. You know what I'm saying? Our family, our Boxing Bros family, that's you guys. And give us the uh, the winner because we picked between uh, Gerald Big Baby Anderson and Xander Zayas. So we became deadlocked. So we want you guys to pick who you think should be prospect of the year. If I could just cut in for a second. I've been composing myself, but I want to uh, G get on my nerves. He <laughs> nominated Nico uh, Walsh as pros for prospect of the year, and I don't think he belongs on this list at all. So, quick, briefly, just a it's yes or no, a thumbs up or a thumbs down, if you think that Nico Walsh, a.k.a. the dude that they're trying to uh, make famous off of all these back, you think he deserved to be on the prospect of the year uh, list? Yes, no, thumbs up, thumbs down. List, bro. You can't take the goat's grandson off the list. You feel me? ESPN gonna make more money off of this kid, man. I'm just saying. <laughs> Walsh, who <laughs> thumbs down. Mm -mm -mm. Thumbs up. Mm. Get him out of here. Pack him up. Get him out of here. He's not a prospect of the year. Get him out of here. Tell him what we voting on. Tell him what we voting on, Trill. He's out of here. Financial prospect of the year. You know what I'm saying? Yo, G, shut up, G. So, yes. Back to, you know, prospect of the year, guys. Since we're getting rid of Nico, um, we got <laughs> Big Baby Anderson and Xander Zayas. I see we got a lot for uh, Xander Zayas. And we got a few. We got a few. Shout out to my uh, 
my bro Irish Boxing Bros, I see you. Shout out to Chris, I see you. Um, I think right now we got a lot of Zanders. All right. This is going to settle it. We're going to open it up. For the next 10 seconds, I'm going to count it down. If you think prospect of the year is in as I is, write it. If you think it's Big Baby Miller, I mean Big Baby Anderson, write it starting now. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. It looks like Zayas. One, two. I get that to Zayas. I get that to Zayas. Like Zayas. No, no, hold on, hold on, hold on. This dude, he's trying to jeez. It's over. It's over. It's over. It's over. <laughs> <laughs> Prospect of the year. Now, the Special yeah. shout out to uh, our big bro, the real Mojo Point of Views and Sports Reviews. All he right. said, Happy New Year's. Happy New Year's to you, bro. I just want to say this before we move on. Jerry, big baby, Anderson. You got a rough road ahead of you as G backs you for your rest of your career. <laughs> yeah. you know, the G curse of heavyweight has now been bestowed upon you. Yes, uh, I wish you Jerry the best. Baby Anderson, good luck. I wish you the best, you know. I hate you. Go yo, G, go to the Irish boxing, bro. Say G trying to do the WBC. Yeah, I see that. <laughs> 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 yeah, I'm just wondering how HLD, you're absolutely right about Xander Zayas. Prospect of the year fought six times, including moving up to 154 with a new record of 12 and 0 with nine KOs. Let's go. I feel you. I feel that excitement with you. All right, let's, let's get to the next uh, uh, nomination so segment. Uh, so we're going to do contender of the year. So now I noticed a lot of people saying uh, Connor Ben. In prospect of the year, so we kind of switched it up just a little bit. We kind of felt like with these gentlemen, although some of them may be considered still a prospect, they're in contender status, a lot of them for title shots and everything. So we wanted to acknowledge them more of like, you know, they're in the next level of their, their prospect ship. So our nominees for contenders of the year, we have George Joyce and I put uh, beside him super senior because I was like, if we put him in the prospect list, that's an old ass prospect, you know? So <laughs> uh, next up we got Connor Ben. Um, definitely, especially after his, uh, his uh, impressive victory over uh, Chris Algieri. We got uh, Jerome Boots Ennis. We got uh, Erickson Lupin. And final uh, nomination, we have Gilbert Ramirez. And so for contender of the year, and I'm pretty sure – I don't even have to look at the comments. I'm pretty sure everyone's going to guess. Oh, actually, no, I'm not. I'm lying because I know we got a couple of uh, UK people here. So, But <laughs> I'll just announce the winner because I don't want to get uh, crucified out here in these streets. Contender of the year goes to Jerron Boots Ennis. And I do see a lot of bends. I understand, you know. But, however, you know, both gentlemen are great. Connor Ben and Boots Ennis. And hopefully – you know, this year, uh, you know, for 2022, they solidify themselves in the boxing game. 
especially at uh, 147. So yeah, I just would like to add Vir- Virgil Ortiz was on our list. We just he just didn't we just didn't forgot to write him on um oh my on our official. Yeah, yeah we on definitely put him up there. <clears throat> yeah, that's that's my mistake. My mistake, people. Mm-hmm. All right, so next up, yeah, Ned. Virgil. <laughs> Ned, hater of the year. <laughs> our <clears throat> hater of the year. You know, this award goes to our haters where, you know, they got so much to say about their opponent, about certain people in the, the sport of boxing. And every time they open their lips, they, all they do is spew hate. And, you know, our nominees this year, we got Bob Arum, who went from loving TC on a Saturday, pause, to dragging his name through the mud on a Monday. It was crazy. Roly Ramirez. A lover's quarrel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, you got Roly Romero. He just barely disrespected everybody in the um in his division. He disrespected uh Haney, Tank, uh anybody you could name of he was coming for them. and for me, I think he just wanted some attention on his name. You know, he was just trying to build his profile. But he was hating. And you know, uh this guy right here, Demetrius on Andrade, come on, man. Boo boo, you been you been hating at every Canelo fight this year. Every fight <laughs> you was at, you had something slick to say about this man. I know you want to fight him, but the way you're moving is real haterish, man. And Floyd Mayweather made it complex. Maybe I'm maybe a couple of times. I'm like, yo, what? <laughs> what is this, man? Floyd Mayweather. Now he ain't a hater. But he loves himself so much that he brings him up so much that his his achievements he brings his achievements up so much that he downplays whoever he talks about because he's talked so much about Floyd Mayweather, which seems like hate, but he just loves himself so much. Next up, we got Teofimo Lopez Senior. Man's just a hater, man. If it ain't about a son, <laughs> he hates him. And you got Oscar De La Hoya. Mm, this dude, man. What happened to the comeback, Oscar? What happened? You was, at, you was hating so much that you came out of retirement. We didn't see you all 2021, man. You know what? You saw you saw what happened you know, to Holyfield. Lost in the duck of the yeah. year, too. Yeah. Nah. You, you, talking, you saw what happened you to Holyfield. Holyfield yeah. yeah. <laughs> Go on now. And let's see. Come on. Who who, who you guys? Um, oh, let me just say something. Uh, who was it? Was it HLD? So he put... Andre Ward. And funny that you said that. We actually had a whole conversation about should Andre Ward be included in this list or not. And I think the reason why we decided not to is because although uh, he may have harsh criticisms at time, they're still coming from a professional place. And, you know, even though it may appear as hate, you know, you can understand where he's coming from. So I, I think that's why we kind of decided to remove Andre Ward from the hater list this year. And somebody else put Timothy Bradley. We also consider Bradley, but we remove Bradley for the very same reason. AKA GWB seated, and he just made cases for the people he liked because he didn't want them on the list. We weren't going to give them the award anyway, so we didn't fight him on it. Somebody said G for the Ukrainian suit. I don't know. <laughs> somebody, I seen that up there. Oh, man, it's 2022, man. It's 2021 in the past. You feel me? You know? <laughs> Ah, <laughs> uh, and the winner for the hater of the year, uh, nobody came close. This is for me. It's hands down. Like we saw them get divorced 
not like last uh, November, but they they fought November uh, uh, CC last part November, and we saw that divorce happen live on TV when he just walked out of Bob's life, and it was finally over, and we don't have to deal with no more of this bad blood. But this hate year goes to Bob Arum because that was so crazy. It was just the to watch their relationship fall apart all 2021 was astonishing. You know, they had nothing nice to say to them, each other after that um Kell Brook fight. <laughs> I made him. I made Crawford. He was a nobody. I took him. I said, I can dust off this bum for him to leave me. <laughs> Bob's the man. Yeah. All right. So next up, what? And this one is uh, YouTube Boxing Channel of the Year. YouTube Boxing Channel of the Year. Now, as fellow YouTubers, we believe that if you love boxing, we show love to you. Listen, this is a community for the people, by the people, and there are a lot of channels out there. And as content creators, we understand what goes into making a video, putting yourself out there. I want to salute Rico. Rico's in here. Uh, you know, the honorary boxing bro Rico, he just uh started his own channel and we want to support Rico. So if you get the chance, subscribe to our brother Rico, who's trying to uh do his thing and share his point of view on boxing. There are a lot of YouTube channels out there that put out great products, and so we want to salute them. Last year we gave uh the uh, award to uh, Bruce Vane. Uh and salute to Bruce Vane. He's still putting out videos, he's still putting out entertaining videos. This isn't about whether we agree, whether we see eye to eye. This is just strictly about who does the community a service with their content. And so with that being said, the nominees for YouTube channel of the year are Ringside Stories. We love the way Ringside Stories clips together videos and tell stories. We do that here occasionally, but that's basically what the whole what what, what Ringside Stories is about. That's what the channel does. It tells you a story through sliced clips. Um, we're also going to give a salute to uh, Lady Shane as well. I see that, Rico. Um, Counterpunch Boxing is a nominee. Counterpunch used to just give the news. That was the main thing. But now Counterpunch has been joining panels and doing more of giving his point of view on boxing. And, and we respect what Kirk DeVille has been doing. So we nominate Counterpunch Boxing. And we nominate Pep Talk UK. For channel of the year, that channel was on fire, putting out great uh, content. And so we salute Pep Talk UK. Um, and last but certainly not least in the nominees, we nominate Ring IQ Boxing Talk. Ring IQ Boxing Talk puts out great content, entertaining ways. Uh, you can always find a fascinating take. So we salute uh, our nominees, all of our nominees, which are Ringside Boxing Stories. Counterpunch Boxing, Pep Talk UK, Ring IQ Boxing. Of course, there can only be one winner. And this channel was on its way to being nominated from the beginning of the year. And unfortunately, before the Anthony Joshua versus Usyk fight, we lost Pro Biz and, and Pro Bs. We lost Pro Bs. And so, listen. Just already being in love with the channel and have it be one of the nominees and then going back and reviewing just the relationship that he had with the fighters and the content he was putting out. It was evident that hands down channel of the year, YouTube channel of the year for 2021 
was going to be uh pep talk uk rest in peace pro bees dove love to you you are the boxing bros youtube channel of the year salute r.i.p all right so next up we got that's you trill the honorable malik dive of the year yeah malik scott's uh dive of the year award goes to um because there's no nominees for this (laughs) (laughs) we didn't need any we didn't we didn't need no other nominees because it's somebody that just stood out above all the rest and that was ivan redcalf he gets the malik scott's dive of the year award asap early Yeah, uh, he was the best. No one can contest. <laughs> <laughs> There's not even any, any room to discuss uh, or debate that. <laughs> All right, so let's go over to the next one. Uh, most likely to lose in 2022. All right, so this is a, this is a mighty list. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, <laughs> if you're, if you're, your name's not on there, it is okay. You know what I mean? Your favorite fighter is undefeated. You'll be all right. All right? So I'm going to read out this list. It's kind of long. Let's just say all of us wasn't at agreement. This was a this was a tough list. This was a was tough, tough list. list. And it was a tough <laughs> vote on the winner. But you can tell by how long this list is. We just agreed to disagree and said, just put them on. Put them on. Put them on. So, so the first uh, nominee most likely to lose in 2022 is Tyson Fury. Next up, we got Alexander Usyk. Then we have Terrence Crawford, followed by Earl Spence Jr. Then we have George Cambosis. Then we got Jamal Charlo. Then we have Brian Castaño. Uh, then we have Amanda Serrano, Katie Taylor, Clarissa Shields, and Savannah Marshall. So let's see. What the people decide. Let's see. I see a lot of Cambosis in there. Someone said AJ again. He's not undefeated, so we're not. This is all undefeated fighters. So <laughs> someone said Fury won't lose because he'll never fight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hold on. We put that up. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so I think we got enough votes in here, and you know. <laughs> Oh, okay. And actually, I'm gonna tell you this, Jordan Richard, you the winner because we decided Brian Castano is the actual most likely to lose in 2022. And I believe the reason why is because uh, he has a fight coming up in the first quarter. Yeah, February 26. Yeah, I think. Uh-huh. 26. So, yeah. Out of all, out of all the nominees, man, he's most likely to take that first L. So, uh. There you go, Brian uh, Castano. Congratulations. Hopefully, you can prove us wrong. And then, well, no, hmm? hopefully for you. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want him to. I want him to lose. <laughs> oh shoot. Uh, anyways, but next up, I got. Uh, oh, Ned, that's you, man. Upset of the year. Upset of the year. We had a couple. We had a lot of upsets last year, but here are some notable upsets from twenty twenty one. 
Uh, we had Pacquiao versus Ugas, where Ugas finally came out of the paper champion and he was actually became champion when he defeated Pacquiao. It don't count. It don't count. We know what he did. <laughs> you know what Ugas did. Goat for goat. Mm -hmm. Ugas came and upset Pacquiao when he had to replace Spence in the amount of weeks, in a couple of weeks, and he secured his belt and he removed that paper champ title from his name and actually became champion and and g salute to you because you wanted to see this man win we all wanted to see this man sorry win. ned I, I i just quickly g try to wbc the whole thing but i'm gonna bring it to y'all we want to add an award called pride champion pride champion of the year and the pride champion of the year award is for the guy who wins his belt through email doesn't win it in the ring um and and we want to make a list of you know the the category would be guys who got their belt through email and then we would pick who's the pride champion of the year do you think we should add that category to the boxing bros awards list pride champion of the year let me see oh. in the comment section you ain't got time for that <laughs> you, you don't you don't want that huh <laughs> Yo, a lot of people looking like they want that pride champion. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, they want it. They want it. The people want it. Hey, I, I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna throw it back to you, Ned. I'm sorry to, to butt it, but this I never thought about it this way. Trill's actually the one who opened my eyes to this when I was younger. We would talk about fighters, and I'd be like, "He's a champion," and Trill would be like, "He didn't cry in the ring," and I'd be like, "What the hell is he talking about?" Trill would be like. He didn't cry in the ring. And, uh, you know, R would just name someone, and Trill's immediate reaction would be, he didn't cry in the ring. And I would be looking at Trill like, what kind of argument is that? And so then, like, in Trill fashion, I have to, I have to make Trill break it down. So Trill goes, <laughs> when you win the title in the ring, you even the hardest guy breaks down across crying. Like, you just can't help it. Look at Usyk, for example. Usyk is the biggest jokester in the world. When he beat Anthony Joshua, he couldn't even contain it. He just fell and started crying, right? When you win the title in the ring, it's just a feeling that can't be explained. You see the hardest guys break down and cry. Once Trill pointed that out to me, I started to notice after every fight, the guy who wins in the ring would just fall and start crying. And then it made sense to me. Y'all can hear his Trill. He didn't cry in the ring. He didn't cry in the ring. These pride champions didn't cry in the ring. So to me, at, from that point forward, I never really looked at you as a champion. If you didn't cry in the ring, you were not a champion. So next year, we are going to add the Pride Champion Award. But y'all all know who would have got it this year. Go ahead, uh, Ned, the TV. Mm -hmm. Yep, man. That was great. Um, and speaking of Usyk, that was one of the upsets we had next was Joshua versus Usyk, where Usyk showed how skillful he is and outclassed Joshua in 12 rounds. And almost knocked him out in that 12 if it wasn't for you know shortening the rounds, but yes. Iris boxing bros, man. I was drinking my water. Why did you do that? You almost killed me. <laughs> uh yes, yes, yes. <laughs> but yeah, Kusik ended up outclassing Joshua and uh beating him and becoming heavyweight champion. Uh, a unified heavyweight champion, and and surprise, not surprising the world, but finally getting notoriety for the fighter he is. And we have Teofimo versus Cambosis, which 
We all know Cambosis. This fight was delayed for so long, and Teofimo thought Cambosis was gonna be walking apart, and he got walked through and walked out of Madison Park Garden, <laughs> 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 Madison Square, and um, yeah, and this uh, we have a tie between Teofimo and versus Cambosis and Mikey Garcia versus Sandor Martin, where G and some of my co-hosts felt that Mikey Garcia should have won this fight because. Who is Sandor Martin? Sandor Martin. So I, I don't even know this. I didn't even see this fight. So fans, we want to know who <laughs> who is the biggest upset of twenty twenty one? Is it Teofimo versus Cambosis or Mikey Garcia versus Martin? Um, Mikey Garcia versus Sandor Martin. Martin. Let's see. What do we got? All right. Comment section. Help us decide. It's up to you because we couldn't decide. It was split two two. 10 seconds, let us know. Teofimo Cambosis, Mikey Garcia, Sandor Martin. Starting now. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. I'm with you, J.H. Lethal E. I see a lot of Cambosis, man. Nah, man. What are you talking about? Uh, bro, gee, stop trying to WBC. There's <laughs> more Cambosis. Can I read? I'm just trying to read. You know? Bro, there's way more Cambosis on there, bro. It, it, it's it's so obvious, bro. Like it's close though. It's close, but it's I don't know. It started off with a lot of Mikey, but then it started going. Yo, someone crazy. wrote Mikey McDonald's. <laughs> yo, I agree. I agree. Rico Lovejoy was really upset of the year. Yeah, yo, they drugged them. Yeah. They drugged them. They took drug. They drugged him to that um that barroom fight, man. He should never. He should <laughs> never sign that contract. He just man. WBC album. <laughs> hey man, I just want to confirm. I just wanted to do the eye test. You feel me? But bro, Cambosis won, man. The Cambosis fight won. Yo, but listen, let's just keep it real. The re, I, I have to make a petition for my man Mikey. Yo, Mikey food. was fed food. Food. I'm telling you. Gee, this isn't a dictatorship. It's and a democracy. We do it to the people and they voted. I'm just saying, Ned didn't pitch it right. Ned was like, I didn't even watch the fight. You know what I'm saying? All right, Ned. Ned so, so you're saying, my, I, I, I have, you know what? Like, the, pride, the pride upset of the year award goes to Mikey Garcia. Yeah. All the Pride Upset of the Year award goes to Mikey Garcia. No, Devin, don't listen to them. All you got to do is be a real champ, and then you back on. He's <laughs> 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 coming into 2022. You already see it, man. My God. Mm-hmm. My God. Yo, there's way more Cambosas on there, man. Yeah. It's all good, man. Hey, G. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool. G, go ahead, G. Go, go. Give the Pride Award. I want you to give the Pride Award to uh, Mikey Garcia and uh, Sandra Martin. It don't matter. Go ahead, G. No, go ahead, G. Give it to him. Nah, it's too late, man. If, if I'm outvoted, I'm outvoted, man. I respect the votes. You know what I'm saying? I just wanted to make sure with my eyes, I wanted to count. But it's whatever, man. I can take an L. It's cool. It's cool. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, they don't pay me. You know what, like, G? I'm not mad at you at all, man. That was a... That was, a, that was crazy, yo. I'm telling you. It was crazy. Because yeah. it was set up for Mikey, a showcase for Mikey. Remember, Mike, that, that, that truck with all the, the farmers. With the hard working farmers. I know. They said it up. Like, Eddie, Eddie got his whole hood there. 
damn Mikey was supposed to Yo, vote. There's yeah. everyone's vote, and then there's G's vote. <laughs> Yo, Electro College G. Electro College Hey, man. You know Yo, saying? y'all the popular vote. He doesn't have Oh man, why yo man, why I'm on the show, man? Y'all hate too much. Uh, no, you do it to yourself, G. Oh. No, G. There's no way you can watch this and not know, like, yo, you did it to yourself, dog. Hey man, I'm yo, just saying. G Electro College. <laughs> yo, y'all should be ashamed of yourselves, man. Listen, next segment, man. You know what I mean? Yo, come on, G. Oh, hi, right, Katie. You up, man? Poor fighter. Oh. Uh, Yo, dog, stop throwing me off my game, G. All right, so the next award we're giving out is Poor Fighter of the Year. This is the Dillian White Poor Fighter of the Year Award, and this goes to the fighter who's who's taking a hit, who's taking a short, and we just all look at you like, man, poor you. They want to nominate G for every list. G, G got three, three award nominees. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yo, y'all better stop. Y'all better leave G alone, man. <laughs> I can't let y'all pick on G. We can, we get oh, G, but everybody can't. All right, so um, <laughs> the nominees are Devin Haney. For being pride champion, <laughs> and going up to Jorge Lenores and asking, "Do I have power?" All right. <laughs> Did, awesome. you Did you feel it? Did you feel it? All right. <laughs> Next is Josue Vargas for the buildup. Uh, in, in, in between his fight, his, his opponent's name is escaping me right now, but Cepeda, he, Cepeda, or Jose Cepeda, he talked so yeah. much trash to Cepeda in the buildup, and then in the fight, it was one of those vicious knockouts we've seen. Teron Woodley for becoming a meme to a YouTuber. Mm-hmm. Teofimo Lopez for saying he won the fight 11-2, to 2, but also failing to be a good sport, disrespecting his opponent, Talking trash about Deontay Wilder making a bunch of excuses only to do the same thing when he got his first loss. Poor fighter year nominee, Teofimo Lopez. Terry Hopper. Because Terry Hopper is a solid fighter. She was had a layoff. She was inactive. She was recovering from injuries. And in her return fight, they gave her a woman by the name of Alicia Bumgarner. And she beat the fight out of Terry Hopper. Poor Terry, bad matchmaking. Um, Roly Romero, because when Roly got the fight of his life, and he was putting on a verbal assault for the ages, had had Tank Davis shook, had Floyd Mayweather promotion shook. He got me too. He got me too, and. Trey Songs made me on the verge of getting me too right now, but Roly Romero did not get the fight because of that. Poor fighter of the year nominee, Otto Varlene, 
who spent money on his training camp, who was about to have the opportunity at a rematch with Tyson Fury, the man whom he cut and gave a great performance against. He was about to have a rematch. He was about to get a payday against Dillian White. Then if he won, he would have had another payday and a title shot and insert himself in a discussion for Undisputed. He had all that taken away immediately after Dillian White said, uh, I'm injured. And last but certainly not least for these for nominee is Jerry Forrest. Jerry Forrest, who fought a great fight against Z and ended up getting a split decision, a majority decision draw. And then he turned around and fought Michael Hunter and had another great fight and got a split decision draw. Many people believe he won both of those fights. And my man, Jerry Forrest, isn't even full-time, doesn't have a big team backing him, but he just gave two top contenders the fight of their life, and he has draws to show for it. So I'm going to read the nominees again because there's a lot of them. Devin Haney, Josue Vargas, Teron Woodley, Teofimo Lopez, Terry Hopper, Roly Romero, Otto Valine, and Jerry Forrest, the winner of the Dillian White Poor Fighter of the Year Award for 2021 is Roly Romero. Poor Roly. Poor Roly. On the count of three, can we get a poor Roly? One, two, three. Poor, poor Roly. <laughs> poor Shelly Silver. <laughs> Next up is comeback of the year. Go ahead, take it to uh, take it uh, true. Okay, I got this. I got this. G. All right, comeback of the year doesn't necessarily mean in the fight. Could be a comeback in life, comeback in your career, and comeback in other aspects. But this is just comebacks for the fighters. And the comeback of the year nominees go to Gabriel Rosado, Nito Donier, Kiko Martinez, Chris Ariola, Robert Helenas, and Daniel Dubois. Now. For the winner of Comeback of the Year, got to go to none other than the oldest out here doing it, Nito Donier from the Philippines, Comeback of the Year. Salute to no Nito Donier. You know, my pick, you know what I'm saying, it wasn't him, but you know what I'm saying, salute to my man, old head, stand up, you feel me? You know? All right, so I guess I'm up. All right, so now we're going to do a network of the year. And so to be honest with you, there was only one nomination. And this is unanimous, and I believe all of our fans uh, will agree. And the winner of network of the year actually goes to Matchroom DAZN. Reason for uh, Matchroom DAZN winning network uh, of the year is because, for one, they don't even abide by that uh, – pay-per-view model that's number one two all they put a lot of money into production which is great they have an app that is actually the user interface is great is the best one out in regards to boxing you know um what else like the flyers is just designed everything that they do over there at matchroom the zone that you can tell they're putting a lot of money into boxing and so hopefully and oh one last thing almost forgot Matchroom the Zone is the only boxing network slash promotion that actually promotes other fights on other networks. You don't see ESPN promoting PBC fights. You don't see PBC promoting 
ESPN top rank fights, but you see the zone promoting everything. They're promoting the sport of boxing. So that has to uh, also, um, you know, be well-respected, especially during this time of harsh and intense competition. So salute to uh, Matchroom, the zone. You know, we see what you guys are doing and hopefully continue this, uh, uh, the, the tradition moving forward. So, yeah. So then, uh, ain't, would you guys like to share anything else in regards to the network of the year? <clears throat> I'll say this. The ESPN app and Showtime pay-per-view app make it so difficult to order pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. It's it's a glitchy. It's terrible. And in many ways, I feel like it's also not friendly towards the older generation who may not be familiar with apps and may not understand how to order these uh, pay-per-view events. Back in the day, you just got your remote, said order, bang, it was easy. But now they're trying to do too much. I think maybe they need to go back to the old way in many sense where they take a channel, put the fight on it, and just let people order it that way. But again, they're worried about people recording or whatever. But it's like this new model you're doing is actually hurting your business. But at least with the zone, when you pay for the app, they can just show it immediately. So you don't need to worry about it. So I think that's one thing that gives the zone the advantage over, say, ESPN, say, Showtime, say, Fox pay-per-view. Yeah, and also, too, like, I think that was a major issue with the Sean Porter uh, TC fight, right? I think, like, they probably lost maybe 10,000 pay-per-view buys because, you know, old heads don't know how to – I even struggled. I'm a millennial, and I was like, damn, yo, like, I'm, like, trying to figure it out. I'm on my, on my uh, TV, like, yo, how come I can't order it? Then I went to ESPN, and I'm like, yo, what's going on? I'm struggling, struggling, and it finally came through. But it took too long. So if I was older and I'm like, yeah, I barely have any patience. You know, I got to pee every like five minutes. They probably like, yeah, I'm going to take this as an L. I watch this on YouTube or something, you know. So, you know, I think if I was Bob and, and top rank, you might want to look at, uh, you know, the Zones app and see if there's ways you could replicate the, you know, that user interface and make it more easier for a person to either order. Even though I feel like, you know, that pay-per-view model is done with. If you still want to do it that way, find a way where it's easier for a person and just right away press a button. It automatically syncs to their, their account. Voila, they're done, you know. But, yeah, man. So, again, more reasons to salute the zone. So, next up now, we have Nag You Up, man, promoter of the year. For promoter of the year, our nominations are Lou DeBella, Bob, Bob Aram. Jake Paul for um putting on these fights and making a uh, market for himself and making noise for himself in the um and other fighters as well putting on for other fighters using his name and his brand and we have Eddie Hearns with the zone and how he's been doing this year uh you know besides Jake Paul I, uh that's the only light I see I only, only Person's name that I really see who who's making noise last year besides Eddie because Eddie put on a lot of spectacular fights for us. He made a lot of great things happen. He took a risk with Teofimo and he, he took he saw opportunity with Teofimo and get um Cambosis and put that fight on for us. He made that fight happen. He gave he put the money behind that fight. Uh after everything that went on. Uh, uh he gave us a lot of uh, he gave us Canelo with um Saunders, he gave us AJ Usi, he gave us Haney um, versus Jojo. He gave us Dillian Pavekin. He gave us so many good fights this year. And 
uh, our winner of promoting here, uh, which uh, Chad already knows, is Eddie Hearns, which is his second year winning this. I'm sorry, I haven't had to add access to certain words, but you know, Eddie Hearns, for the second time in a row, you win this um title. Keep doing your thing, man. Big fan. Yeah, I saw you, man. Give us our tickets, too. <laughs> They're going to get arrested at that zone show. Hey, yo, also, I would like to say, uh, was it David Diomonte? Yeah, get better. Uh, soon, David Diomonte was in a motorcycle accident. Now, for those of you who don't know, Ned wanted to take a picture with David, he didn't give he Ned a picture, but he didn't deserve that. Um, so hopefully, we'll see David back. Um, announce, uh, hope, or yeah, uh, you know. Announcing fights again, but not. A, yeah, he's calls him whatever. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't like Ned's locks, yo. He's jealous. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> but all right, so uh, all right, okay. Then this is you, man. Trainer of the year. Trainer of the year. So this goes to the trainer who trains the has a stable of fighters that are all doing well. And so for us, we look at that, and we're going to decide who's trainer of the year. So. Nominees are Eddie Reynoso. Now, I know a lot of people are going to be like, oh, Slim T, contaminated meat, whatever. <laughs> what I know is his fighters are winning. Nobody says anything about these other fighters working with Snack, a man who is known and famously known for having undetectable steroids and would still be providing and supplying athletes with undetectable steroids if there wasn't a whistleblower a former user of his product who was upset with him so they dropped the dime all right so eddie renoso nomination for trainer of the year also robert garcia he has a stable of young fighters who have been doing well although you know mikey garcia didn't really but robert garcia is a nomination for trainer of the year Derek James is nominate, nominated for trainer of the year, trainer of Earl Spence Jr. and Jamal Charlo, both who are champions and both who seem to be thriving under his tutelage. And <clears throat> also Papachenko. Papachenko, who has Vasily Lomachenko and who has Alexander Usyk, Vasily Lomachenko, who was fighting Teofimo Lopez to become undisputed and took an L. But, of course, he started late and we never got to see a rematch. Came back looking great against Richard Comey. And then we have Alexander Usyk, former undisputed at Cruiserweight, just beat Anthony Joshua and is now one belt away from being undisputed at Cruiser. So for that reason, we add Papachenko in as a nominee. The winner... For trainer of the year 2021 is Eddie Reynoso. <laughs> Eddie! <laughs> the Eddies are cleaning up. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> All right, so next up now we got a fight of the year. Go ahead, Trill. You're already <clears throat> fight of the year. You know, exciting fights. Which one was the best? All right. Here's the nominees. We have uh, Fury versus Wilder 3, Gould versus Williams, Usyk versus Joshua, Tofimo Lopez, to, excuse me, Tofimo Lopez versus George Cambosis and Manny Pacquiao, 
versus Ugas. And the Fighter of the Year award goes to. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Fury versus Wilder 3. <laughs> the fight of the year. They wanted oh, to add G versus Ned on that list. <laughs> <laughs> That's coming. Oh, Part dude. 3, the punch off. He has to first get that belt from a complex before he can see me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> All right, let's go jump into a knockout of the year. So we actually had a few um, interesting and devastating knockouts. So let me read the list. So our first nominee for uh, KO of the year is Jake Paul versus Tyron Woodley 2. Next up, Tyson Fury versus Deontay Wilder 3. Then we got Oscar Valdez versus Miguel Burchelt. uh, Gabriel Rosado versus Bechtemir. Am I saying it right, gentlemen? I, I, that sounds pretty good to me. I'm almost hey. I'm, I'm Meli Kuev. Remember, this is the fight where after he knocked him out. Meli Kuzev. I'm going to say it's Meli Kuzev. All right, Meli Kuzev. Then we got Alicia uh, Bumgarner versus Terry Harper. Remember, she knocked her out. Homegirl just froze standing, and the ref had to save her life. And then Kiko Martinez versus Kid uh, Galahad. I'm saying it right, right, Trill? Galahad, Galahad. Oh, uh, hey, don't ask me. Kid. <laughs> <laughs> you know the kid. kid. You know what I mean? Kiko versus Kid. All right, so let's see. Actually, I'm, I'm just curious to see what the audience uh has selected for KO of the year. I'm seeing. <laughs> this is looking at my man HLD. <laughs> HLD oh man. Alright, alright. Hold on. I'll put Usyk. Alright. They just rep Usyk just to rep Usyk, but okay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But um yeah, let's just um I'm just going to announce the winner. So, knockout of the year actually goes to Tyson Fury when he knocked out the exhausted Deontay Wilder in their third fight. So, salute to both gentlemen. They, Deontay Wilder, although he lost, he did give everything he had before fatigue and uh, just a good punch. Just laid him flat on the canvas, man. But salute to everybody else who got knocked out and who ended up getting back up. That's what we want to see. We want to see guys get killed in the ring, <laughs> metaphorically. The views and opinions of Gene do not reflect the boxing world as a whole and all the other places. You I don't agree. agree. What you saying? No, I don't agree. But I'll tell you what I think, and then everyone else can tell me if they agree. Mm-hmm. I respect seeing someone who has the courage to see it through, although they know the ending will not be or will most likely not be in their favor. For example, a Deontay Wilder, who when he got up off the stoop for the 11th round, knew he didn't have it, yeah, knew he was exhausted, but he was still willing to go out trying to win. That's what I like to see. I like to see that from a fighter. I don't like to see anyone getting killed. Sometimes being knocked out is a result of having enough courage to go for what you want. That's what I like seeing. I'm not trying to see any of what you just said, though, G. No, I said it's a, it's a metaphor. You know, you want to see vicious knockouts. 
because you don't want nobody to actually die or get brain damage or anything. You know what I'm saying? That's all I was saying. You feel me? Why you want Parker to do guillotine style then, G? Metaphorically speaking, you feel me? I want to see him take a head off so he, he can propel his career, bro. Like, listen, I love me some Parker. I really do. I think he got the skills to pay the bills. <clears throat> My man shook to death, man. You know what I mean? So I would love to see Parker next year win KOV. But I doubt it. Yo, your explanation reminds me of like this stupid movie that I saw like back in the day. I think it was called like Three Like Three Strikes, where he was like, "We do gangster rap, but positive rap." It's like bust him in the head, but pick him back up. Crazy, bust him in the head again. Pick him back up. Hey man, that's that G logic right there. <laughs> Oh man, oh, my man Hitman said G want a body bag in a body yeah. bag. You know what I'm <laughs> <laughs> oh man, y'all are crazy, man. All right, so let's go to the next one. Ned, you up. Most improved fighter of the year. Most improved fighter of the year. Our nominees go for our uh, Chris Ariola with his performance against uh Andy Ruiz, where he ended up dropping him, but he lost the decision because he kind of faded in the later rounds, and and uh, Andy caught his second win. Uh, uh George Cambosis with his performance and upsetting um, Teofimo Lopez, where he became a uh, unified champion and or uh, undisputed asterisk champion. And Deontay Wilder with his performance against Tyson Fury in that third fight, where he went on a hiatus. And uh, made all these excuses and promote, um, you know, Glovegate. And you know, we didn't really think he was gonna come, come to show us all. And our last nominee mm-hmm. is Alicia Baumgartner with her uh, TKO performance against Terry Hopper, where she uh, showed impressive skill and shocked everybody. Well, surprised us with her how she um, took out took out Terry Hopper. But you know, these were a lot of great. It was all of all of these fighters that surprised me. But most improved goes to as much as we would like to give it to Chris Aaron. It has to go to Deontay Wilder. Um, he really showed us like what he really he's really made us after years of questionable fights. Uh sus- sus- uh opponents that we really <laughs> didn't uh, uh, <laughs> uh, suspicious, suspicious PBG. opponents, you know. So, you know <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Oh man, but Deontay Wilder um surprised us with his performance against um Tyson Fury in the third fight. Even though he lost, he really gave it his all. He showed us what he was made of, and he went out on the shield. So shout out to him. You know, you deserved it. You deserved this it. This may shock a lot of people, but we all actually agreed on Deontay Wilder. I think with everyone, with the exception of G, we all knew Fury was going to beat uh Deontay Wilder, but. We thought he was going to do it easier than he did in the second fight. But Wilder actually improved and and made the third fight more difficult than the second fight was. And that was even after showing signs of being psychologically damaged when you talk about the autopsy that he somehow survived. And you talk about all the excuses, the spike water, the referee, everything. I thought Deontay Wilder was going to just walk in that that ring and be certified food, but he really fought as the as crazy as it may be. He really went out on the shield. He said that you know Mark Brillen threw in the towel and he wanted to go out on the shield. 
you know, for all the slack you gave that that you give a man, you got to give that man his due if he does what he said he was going to do. He he was a better fighter, and he went out on his shield mm-hmm. like he said he would be, and 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 we were impressed with him. It was the best we've seen him look against arguably the best heavyweight of our generation. That's what made that's what leveled him up. He did what he did against arguably the best heavyweight of our generation. So that's why he got most improved from from us. Also, don't no, forget about the headphone mess too, yo. That was crazy when yeah. he had the, the headphones. Yeah, you thought Phil was just living that man's head, but shout out to him. We do want to give a special shout out to to Ariola and Guzman because remember this, uh, um, Andy Ruiz. We're talking about chisel leg Andy Ruiz with uh, Eddie Reynoso. They came <laughs> in like I don't know if they won, you know what I mean, but they came in shape. Chris Ariola, who I thought he was going to be food. He came in shape also, and he made that fight extremely competitive against Andy Ruiz. So you got to give uh, a special shout-out to uh, Chris Ariola because he lost a lot of weight for this fight. He was focused. He was determined. Him and Guzman had a good strategy. So definitely, you know, we don't want to just uh, forget about Chris Ariola. And I hope Chris Ariola actually continues on in boxing. I know he was really upset after losing to Andy Ruiz, but – Bro, I hope you keep going, man. You still got some fights left in you. No, no doubt. We nominated uh, Ariola, but you got to put things in its proper perspective sometimes. Mm-hmm. One guy did what he did against the former heavyweight champion of the world. The other guy did what he did against the lineal mm-hmm. WBC Ring Magazine heavyweight champion of the world. So, exactly. yeah. All right. So, then. Oh, this is this is this is uh you, Kaden. Oh, oh, yes, yes, here at the boxing bros, courtesy of Chef G, we have an international menu and we are gonna go through it. This is the boxing bros food of the year award, and this award goes to, of course, the food. Who was the best food that was served up in the ring for 2021? So now. The nominees for food of the year, Chris Algieri, Chef Boy RG, Chef G Ramsey. You know what I'm saying? The nominees for food of the year are Chris Algieri, Italian style ribs, Eric Molina, the churro, F.A. Ajapa. Nigerian jollof rice. Slow cut. Hold on. Rice cakes. Remember? Yes, that's right. Nigerian jollof rice cakes. That's right. Thanks for the correction, people. Um, Richard Comey. Slow cook. Instant slow cook jollof Ghanaian. Uh, Actually, it's uh, instant Instant slow cook Ghanaian jollof. Ghanaian jollof. There we go. G know the recipes. G, he invented the recipes. All right, here we go. She's like messing up my recipe. Right. Um, got, he over there, man. He's sweating over there. Like, that's my food. I feel like I got, 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 I American style chitlins. <laughs> Lyndon Arthur. <laughs> Lyndon, Lyndon Arthur. 
London biscuits. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh. the, the nominees again: Chris Algieri, Eric Molina, F.A. Ajapa, Richard Comey, Yildirim, Teron Woodley, and Lyndon Arthur. The winner of the Boxing Bros Food of the Year. Ukrainian soup got put back on the menu with Buddy that um that oh, yeah. Gerald Miller knocked out. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. Right. But the winner is Eric Molina, the Choro. Man, that dude. That listen, it's like if right. you you looking for the definition of showed up for the check. Eric Molina's your guy. That dude literally just shows up to collect the check. And he has no punch resistance anymore. Like, <laughs> if you just tap him like this, he's dropping to the floor. You're like, come on, fam. At least make it competitive. What was it? The Fabio Wardley fight, man. He was winning. <laughs> he just he <laughs> no. took a dive. <laughs> he took a dive. He said, oh, my goodness, Eric Molina. <laughs> oh, man. All right. So next right. up, we got uh, Tro. This is you right here. The realest oh, game. The trillest in the game. You already go see your boy. You already. I got it. <laughs> but, you know, we got to give the award for the realest in the game. And the realest in the game nominees go to Bob Earl, Oscar De La Hoya, you know, for his triller performance, Roland Romero, Andre Ward, and, of course, my main man, A.B., Adrian Broner, maybe for being a little too real, but <laughs> <laughs> the realest. The realest in the game award goes to Bob Too Cold Earl. <laughs> it gotta go to Bob. The realest in the game. The I don't know how many summers I got left. <laughs> <laughs> it gotta go to Bob hands down. Yeah, Bob's having a good year, man. You know what I'm yeah, Bob Coleone. I feel that. I like <laughs> Bob Coleone. <laughs> All right, so this is actually the last like that. category for the awards show, which is Fighter of the Year. So this year we actually had some good performances by some great fighters, you know. And so the nominees are, number one, George Cambosis against that Teofimo win. Alexander Usyk, you know, obviously for, for beating Anthony Joshua. Canelo Alvarez for pretty much wiping out 168. Tyson Fury for beating uh, Deontay Wilder again. Katie Taylor, uh, you know, because she's like the face of women's boxing right now. Shout out to Eddie for, for putting her on. And Amanda Serrano. And shout out to Jake Paul for putting Amanda Serrano on, especially for that last uh, performance where she pretty much bad assist, you know. And so, oh, go ahead. Chris Lovejoy. I want to add Chris Lovejoy in there. Anyways, so. Oh, go ahead, man. man. Y'all do I said I co-signed that. (laughs) Yo, let us know. Go ahead, G. Let us know in the comments if Chris Lovejoy should be nominated for fight of the year. Go ahead, G. (sighs) So, <laughs> um, so again, I'll just repeat them. We got Kimbosis, Usyk, Alvarez, Fury, Taylor, and Serrano. And so, the winner of Fighter of the Year. I'm holding Usyk. on. I'm holding on, Mrs. Spitz. Drum roll, please. Call me. Canelo Saul Alvarez. 
And this is a no-brainer, to be honest with y'all. You got to understand, <laughs> my man fights damn near every two months. You know, he puts boxing literally on his back. So I couldn't see anyone else. Maybe Usyk. Maybe Usyk. But you got to give it to Canelo, man. He's he's actually the number one guy in the game, pound for pound, in my list. You know, and I and sometimes, you know, it's hard for me to do it. But I got to keep it real. You know what I mean? So. Hey, G, put up for Eves real quick. Eves real quick. Eves V. Hold on. Let me find Man. Yeah. <laughs> you know what it is. You know what it is, fam. You know what it is. Harry Boston Rose says, Eddie takes body parts. <laughs> Listen, um, I'm just going to jump out the window and I'm going to say it. The guy from Guadalajara, Mexico, the kid that's 5'8", you know, uh, 60 bouts, 57 wins, uh, 39 of them by KOs, with only two draws and one defeat. Four-time world champion in four different weight classes, real belts, undisputed champion in one division, soon to be five-time world champion in five different weight class, maybe even two-time undisputed champion, still active. At the age of 31, still willing to accomplish great things, still willing to put it all on the line. He's definitely the pound for pound number one uh, fighter right now is Saul Canelo Alvarez. No boxing, no life. I love this kid. You know what I'm saying? He's great, great for boxing. Viva Mexico. I would say, too, that, you know, Usyk, I see people putting Usyk number one. I got Usyk number two, but it's a close number two. Yeah. You know, like, we're not going to deny these guys, like, greatness. You know, both gentlemen have done a lot for the sport, you know. So I don't want to make it seem like, you know, like we're not respecting uh, Usyk's accomplishments. You know, what he's done in cruiserweight and heavyweight is major accomplishments. But nonetheless, man, Canelo's just more active, man. He's just been doing a lot for this year. I think you also have to look at it in its proper perspective. And for me, that's what I was forced to do. For me, it was only two guys that you could even consider for this award, and that was Canelo Alvarez and Alexander Usyk. But Canelo cleaned out an entire division in one year. Mm -hmm. So in one year, he fought uh, Callum Smith, the guy who was ranked number one in the division, took him out. Then he took out Billy Joe Saunders, another undefeated guy. That's two undefeated guys with belts, right, and took him out. Then he took out Caleb Plant, another undefeated guy with a belt to become undisputed. Now, before you tell me that, oh, these guys were all puffed up and overrated, is it Canelo's fault that everyone in 168 don't want to fight each other? And the only reason they agreed to fight him is because he's the money man. So, you know, again, you don't hold that against anyone else, but you want to hold that against him. Now, let's fast forward to Usyk and what he did in the heavyweight division. He did get a victory over Anthony Joshua, right? But it was a close fight. Now, people people want to say, well, I wouldn't say it was a close fight. It was a definitive win. I think it was about three or four rounds. So I take that back. It wasn't a close fight. But Joshua was in it. I felt like Usyk pulled away towards the end. 
And it's also a fight that we're going to see again. But Canelo left no doubt that it was a rap. It was a Rizzy. Like, he's undisputed. And Usyk definitely beat Anthony Joshua, but it's still a chapter that isn't closed yet. And it's also one fight. Canelo did three champions, three undefeated guys um, in, in spectacular fashion. J.H. Lethal says something really dope. I want to highlight that. Canelo is an old-school boxer, 50-plus fights, and beating everyone, and willing to fight any and everyone. It just got to make sense. Everybody, like my brother was alluding to, everybody want to skip the process, and that's why they're not going to be able to beat the tough guys. You cannot skip the process. You guys got to be able to fight each other so y'all can own your skills so y'all can be able to compete against a guy like Canelo. But until y'all do that, y'all going to continue to be uh, menu items for G. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And I would just say this. Usyk's a throwback fighter as well. But when you look at Vasily Lomachenko and Alexander Usyk, they come from a system where they remain amateurs longer than the a, a guy like Canelo who was professional at 15. So Usyk doesn't have the amount of fights that a Canelo has, but he has that old school mentality where he's like, yo, I cleaned up Cruiser. I can stay here and cruise to wins or I can challenge myself, move up to heavyweight and try to and try to clean out that division. That's old school dog. That's a Vander Holyfield okay. right there. You, you know, know you know what's so so dope? Then I guess you just added a award, a special award. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> For Alexander Usyk, because Alexander Usyk is very special. He is very special, and the things that he's been able to accomplish, were, uh, especially going through everything he had to as an uh, Eastern European fighter, seeing all their trials and tribulations, he is not no joke, and he's not a game. He's not a game, mm. and he's he's, he's not uh, somebody who should be overlooked. Especially with all those skills. Shout out to Papachenko. I told y'all, man, that's some hearty Ukrainian soup right there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Salute to my man. Salute to my man, Usa. I don't yeah. want no problems. You know what I mean? <laughs> Ukraine stand up. You know what I mean? Let all me right, so it looks fight. like we hit the last topic. So I'm going to give everyone a chance to, if you, if you got something you want to say in the comment section, let it be known. This is our yearly wrap up. If you got something yes. to say about our 2021, anything you want to tell us, say it in the comment section. Bros, if you got anything you want to say to wrap up 2021, now I know we just began 2022, but if there's anything you want to say to wrap up 2021, the floor is yours. Uh, do you? I guess I'll start. I just like to say, man, sometimes. When I talk with my passion, it comes off as extreme hate. It's not. You know what I mean? Even the guys that I hate, I love. My hate is <laughs> walk with me on this. Hate is love. Sometimes you gotta you gotta put that fire under your fighter to step up, you know. But if you're always gassing them, you're always supporting them, they don't change, they don't improve. So when I come after dudes like Joseph Parker, hey man, you know what I mean. <laughs> right on cue, Rachel. Right on cue, Rachel. When I <laughs> when I critique 
these fighters. It's out of love. You know what I'm saying? Like, and and, and I'm just saying, man. You know what I mean? It's all love. So moving forward, 2022, man. You know, I'm 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 gonna still do me. I can't help myself. But just know, when I hate, it's really love. And I Yo, love G, you all for supporting us. I yes. let one go, G. I'm just right. letting you know. I'm gonna still do me. I can't help myself. <laughs> 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 well, go ahead, my brother. Man, y'all go, man. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Super Kev got him. I let it go, Super Kev got him. <laughs> <laughs> Be <laughs> I'm gonna say this. It's amazing yeah. to me because I hear like a lot of people talk and um say certain things. For us, we never got into this for it to be us competing with other channels or us trying to blow up or whatever. It was just out of love. It was really these discussions you see us having, we would have them at like family functions, the gym, everything, and it was like occupying our time. So it's like a gym session that would take like an hour would take like four, like no cap. And we would have the whole gym getting involved and we'd be like, yo, we're going to get kicked out of here, you know? And so we also would have the issue of when we would say something, you know, and then like as time went by, someone else would change their position. Like I never said that. I never said that. And we'd be mad. Like, yes, you did. Yes, you did. So now when we record every discussion, it's easy to go back, like check the tape, check the tape. So now we had that aspect of it, but that's how we started to do it. The fact that this grew into a community and that we have all these people uh, watching, showing love, um, it's crazy. And it's just like, we feel like you're here with us. When we see your comments and we read them and we feel like you're here with us and, and everything. So it's just amazing. And, and I really just hope that that continues uh, into next year because we think it's dope. We don't care. We're not trying to get, you know, we're not trying to get rich off the YouTube channel. We're not trying to blow. We're not that that's not what I do. You can tell by the way we run this. It's just more about having fun and and and, and discussing the sport we love. So we appreciate that uh for 2021 and we hope that that continues in 2022. You guys are amazing. I want to give a shout out to my bros. Ned the TBE, you know, great guy. Stepped up tremendously, you know, from being behind the scenes to being in front of the camera. And everybody, everybody loves Ned. It's the TBE, baby. You know, so I definitely want to definitely shout out the TBE because he, he brings something special to this channel. Boxing bros. What's up? They went from losing footage, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Here's how we got the TV. <laughs> <laughs> that kicked my laptop. He done <laughs> camera. Man, that done did some dangerous things with them size 15 shoes he got. You know what I mean? So, you know what I mean? So and we done got the netables. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> Shout out to Ned, man. I just want definitely want to say I appreciate you, man. The shout out to G, the spirit G. Uh, G takes a lot of flack on this channel, but G, man, is a solid stand up guy. If he's wrong, he has no problem with a man. He's wrong. Um, 
he stays 10 toes down. Um, great guy. Um, shout out to G, man. G really, really, he don't, he can do with everybody. He can be the yes man, but he doesn't mind putting himself out there, you know, and being true to himself. So you got to admire that. And he takes this flack from it, but he's really, really a great guy. So I want to give a shout out to, to Spirit G. I just want to say this about G. He's a sense of humor since I met him. That's what like brought us together was like, you can, you can say a joke to G, he gets it. He understands it. And he'll come back with one. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, it doesn't impact the relation. It doesn't do whatever, Like he gets it. And like, that's, yeah. that's like a great thing about G. Great man. Yeah. Then, that's I definitely want to give a shout out to a young man. Phenomenal young man. Uh, have a personal connection with him. You know, uh, I love him to death. Young man, Caden uh, there, you know, orchestrated this whole day. I call him the evil scientist when we talk about this Boxer Bros thing, right? <laughs> uh, when we talked about this show, how he put it together with the different personalities and how we thought it would blend together. Sensational, sensational. And him keeping us up with the drive, not only with helping me, get back with uh, my fitness and stuff like that. It keeps us, the brothers, intact physically. It keeps mm -hmm. us, uh, us together, making sure that we not only uh, speak boxing, we live boxing as well. So I definitely want to give a big, huge shout out to Caden for um, keeping us fit and motivating yeah. us. Caden. Let's get it. You know yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah, definitely. So I, I gotta, I gotta say this. He got me. He got me. My brother Kenny got me back. If y'all see, um, well, I'm gonna go. Oh, I don't want. I didn't want to cut you off because I wanted to. Oh, you can go ahead, bro. Go ahead. I, I'll, I'll let you finish. Um, and I also, last but not least, definitely, I want to thank you guys. Right. I told you how great uh, the TV is, conspiracy is, and how Kenan is. These guys. Are phenomenal, you know, and I am honored to be on this panel with these gentlemen, you know, and the relationship and the bond that we built <laughs> cannot be matched. It cannot be touched. Um, to you guys that be watching the Boxing Bros community, yo, you guys are amazing. I can't, I'm not even going to lie. You guys are amazing. You guys from following us on supporting us and encouraging us. Y'all are beyond the greatest support system I've ever seen for any channel. You know what I'm saying? When I was down and out, you guys uh, come to Instagram or come to uh, a social media, lift me up, keep me encouraged. I was sitting here trying to get physically fit. You guys will encourage me and keep pushing me. The Boxing Bros community is something strong and something beautiful. I was able to do so many things with the, the support and the encouragement from you guys. You guys know only do y'all support us on the Boxing Bros. Y'all support us outside of the um, the show, encouraging us to keep on with other things we're doing as far as music and supporting us when we do these punch-offs. You guys are what makes this channel. Um, y'all are unbelievable, you know? So shout-out to the Boxing Bros community because if it wasn't for you guys, we wouldn't be the boxing bros. Y'all are all boxing bros and y'all all boxing sisters. And just because we're up here talking, y'all are y'all the voice. 
y'all the voice and y'all the spirit. So I just want to thank y'all. You know what I'm saying? Much love, much respect for me because I really appreciate it. And I know my bros appreciate it. You know what I'm saying? Because y'all do nothing but encourage and support. And it's it's amazing. It's overwhelming. I don't even have no more words to describe how much love y'all show because it's overwhelming. You know what I'm saying? So thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you to Boxing Bros community because you guys are phenomenal. Yeah, so I just want to jump in and say this. I want to shout out and salute Trill. I mean, he saluted all of us, so I feel like it's only right. I think a lot of you were present for a transformation um, within Trill. And I just want to say, like, Trill's a very passionate guy. Like, um, his passion just, like, bleeds through. And sometimes it can be misinterpreted, right? And so, you know, the thing that I respect about Trill, which I know um, he he worked on, and just as much as his fitness last year was, he trusted us. He listened to us. Like, you talk about, when we talk about trusting your brothers, when we went to Trill and we said, Trill, we, we understand where you're coming from, but this, he listened. When we said, Trill, try this routine, he listened. He, you heard him give a lot of credit <clears throat> to me for his fitness journey, but I give all the credit to him because he listened. I can tell anyone, and I've told numerous people to do certain things, but they don't listen. He listened and he did it. The motivation isn't doing it. The motivation isn't being consistent. The motivation is having the true desire to better yourself. And Trill, like, just not just with boxing bros, but just in life, had that desire. And last year, this dude transformed his body, his mind, everything. So, like, I just want to salute Trill because it's like, y'all don't get to see it behind the scenes, but, like, his transformation has been evident. Like, it's been crazy. And I'm proud. I'm proud of you, bro. And you already know much love. And I, I just want to salute you on that. Yeah. That was the biggest thing that I learned. The only competition is ourselves. Before you take us home, I just want to say I love you. You guys are all my brothers, man. I love you out of death. I lo love our supporters, man. You know, shout out to Caden. Shout out to G. Shout out to Trill, yo. It's, we made it through. This is year three in the books. And um, it's it's amazing. Like we've gone so far. Like you guys don't understand how early mornings we get up, we go over to Caden's spot, and we used to do it together. And then you know, us uh, convenient circumstances happen, and we still made it work. Like you know, and it just it blew up from there. And like you know, I, I'm excited for 2022. We got so much goals and expectations for us that we want to meet and bars that we're setting for ourselves. And then, like, I just love it. I love y'all. Love our supporters and like a happy new year to everybody. I wish y'all the best. I wish us the best. And you know. Yeah, and also I just like to give another special shout out to to Big Mo, to Complex, yeah, yeah. And Stretch, you know. Like these and, and Ray Zombie, yo. Yeah, and Ray Zombie. Ray Zombie Ray. Out right now. Yeah, they all been yeah. around supporting this movement, man. So just a shout out to those fellas, man. And also all the other. Did you say um, complex? Yeah, I said complex. Big Mo, Zombie Ray. You know what I'm saying? Like stretch. You know, all of these brothers, man, supported us. Some in front of the camera, some behind the scenes. But nonetheless, man, they all, you know, like we have a family. You know, so um, this couldn't be possible without everybody putting in something. So salute to everybody. Yep. Much love. 
Let us know how you feel in the comment section. Please like and subscribe. Check us out on Instagram and Twitter. And please check out our podcast on all major streaming services. You know who we are. It's been another year. We are the Boxing Bros. Much love, much respect. Thank you so much for rocking with us. You know we appreciate it.